play your jingle. Play my jingle. Let's go. Get ready for the jingle, everyone. We're back. We are back. Episode three, dude. We've lasted three weeks. Look at that. I think it's this. This has got to be some kind of streak now. We're not. Yeah. Oh know. yeah. Is it catching on? Yeah. Yeah. I. I think we've lasted more than some other podcasts. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Jerry's still out on that one. We'll we'll wait for the results. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Joe? Ah, uh, man, I had a great steak for dinner tonight. It was awesome. Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Medium, medium rare. Uh, you know what? You know my uh, my wife allows me because she she'll cook it a little pink for me. She likes it cooked and then cooked again. So like you know she likes the rubber the rubber meat. Ooh. So uh, she definitely has to take it out early for me because I like my pink meat. Ouch. Yeah. I, okay. That's good. I don't know how how your wife does that, but okay. <laughs> ruins the steak but let's get it let's get to business let's get to business today we are talking about email everybody how exciting is that right it is it is exciting um it's something that everybody needs to use right and um so i'll talk about my my opinions of email greg first well let's 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 go let's you know clarify a little bit we're not just like the hi hey joe how you doing we're talking about getting email newsletters i thought you wanted to get straight to business man like okay (laughs) (laughs) no yeah go ahead greg sorry no i mean i just wanted to make sure we're we're clear that you're not talking about you know the the random support email or the the random hi how you doing you know we're talking about from like a business standpoint and how you know we're trying to as our rapid weaver developers as you know we're trying to optimize our business we're trying to grow our business build our business and how we're going to use email marketing and email newsletters hopefully in some successful form over i don't know for me 2018 that's my plan i don't know about you but 2018 is my goal to be better about this because yeah i am horrible horrible yeah so, you know, they, they've been saying for years that, you know, social media is the way to go, right? You know, like everything, all marketing's going social. And and while I, I think that is important, all the money is still in email. Like, let I me agree. say that again, everyone. All of the money is still in email. That is my $100,000 tip for the for this podcast. How, how about that? $100,000 tip. There we go. Wow. <laughs> million dollar I'm tip. waiting I'm waiting for the person to try to collect on this yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no promises where's the fast talking uh you Wait. know disclaimer guy where's your lawyer Joe where's my lawyer you're gonna cut in you're no, gonna, no you're gonna, promises you're post, I cannot promise that you're making a million dollars thank you Greg for keeping us honest okay okay um but I do have to say so I every single time I have a product launch like you know, I think I'm going to, you know, test this out. I'm going to, um, you know, post about my new product purely on social media, right? For like two days, right? And without doubt, every single time, like I, I get some emails from my raging fans, right? That people that buy, you know, a lot of the stuff that I have, 
right? And they go out and they buy, obviously, because they're the ones that are involved in the Weaver Space community. They're the ones that follow me on Twitter. Maybe you follow them in my Facebook group and whatnot, right? So, you know, they're the people that are going to see that and then go out and, you know, probably buy it. But most people, most of my sales come in after I send out that email to every, the email blast to my list. Like, it is without a doubt, nobody, you know, from a, a percentage standpoint, a vast majority of people do not buy the product until I send out that email that announces it to the world. Um, so email is not dead. Email newsletters are important for your business, okay? Now, let me just say one thing that I am bad at. Like, I have planned for a while to send out, like, regular newsletters, like, you know, hey, here's this cool, you know, new site, here's this cool news article I read, and and um, while I'm getting somewhat better at that, I do have a section for, you know, news-related stuff on the Weaver Space community. I, I haven't done it via email, and um, basically, my emails right now are, I release something new, and um, I need to yeah. do better than that this year, um, and, you know, my goal is to, you know, isn't just to you know, ask for your money in an email, you know, um, yeah, you know, and that isn't my intention, I should say, you know, it isn't that my intention is, you know, uh, I am, you know, wholeheartedly all in for, for the users of the community. Um, it's just sending out emails, the one way for, to me to let everybody know that I have something awesome for you guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a money grubber or anything like that, but that is kind of how I use email right now. And um, I could be better at that. I, I could use it as a utility to, you know, train and inspire and um, teach uh, more than I do um, just using it as a sales mechanism, I think. Um, and ultimately, I think if I do that, like it could probably improve my conversions over time for sales, right? Because um, it's, I mean, right now I send an email out, I don't know, every few months I'll ship something, right? Or something like that. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, email from Joe it must mean there's a, a new stack coming, right? Or something like that. So I want, I want to be more, more regular, um, you know, in your ears for teaching you how to do stuff. And I think, I think that's important. So that's my goal for email in 2018. Hopefully I'll, I'll have time to do that. Um, it really is my intention, but uh, we'll see if I get there. How about you, Greg? Yeah, it's hard. Like I, what I really want to do for email is I want to really set up uh, drip marketing. I really want to try out being able to, you know, collect a user's email and then remind them about me at some regular interview interval. So, you know, if one thing I did a long time ago was I, I developed this free site treat from chili dog hosting. Um, it's broken now and I have to, I have to fix it and repair it, but it would test your site for various SEO metrics. So it would check, you know, is gzip enabled our, do you have a duplicate home page? Um, do you have various easy, low-hanging fruit issues with your site? And at the same time, it would, you know, it would send you this report and it would sign you up for my newsletter, which I am not taking advantage of. But in an ideal world, I would set up this drip email campaign where once I collect that email address, I would then, you know, teach the user about another topic and remind them about my service and my products and do that at some periodic interval so that they don't forget about me, you know, and they, and that I stay fresh in their mind. It builds, help build that kind of a domain authority that I'm trying to seek with people, you know, that I have this 
knowledge and reputation that I'm trying to maintain over time. And, you know, eventually, hopefully, you know, when they're looking for a product or service that I'm something that comes, somebody that comes to mind for them. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of hoping to do. Yeah. Um, I agree. The autoresponder series is are, are good. I I did one for the email uh, thing. And uh, again, another failure. So I plan on like having like 10 email tips when you signed up for the, um, the email newsletter thing on my email stacks.com. And, uh, I, I think I had two and I, I never made the rest of the eight emails <laughs> <laughs> in the series. So I apologize to everyone that subscribed to that series and he only ended up getting two emails and he should have got 10. Um, that's on my list for this year. Another thing that I did do, um, I think I did this last year was, um, anyone that bought foundation last year, like new users that bought it, got an email, like a welcome to foundation email. Um, you know, I never got any feedback from anyone on that, but, um, I should look at the analytics on that. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And you know, that, um, makes me want to kind of do something like that for my products as well. Now, you know, and kind of help people get started with, whatever they just bought. Exactly. Exactly. That was the whole point is, Hey, you know, thanks for buying this. You know, um, you know, here's step one where you get started. Here's step two, you know, or something like that, you know, um, or it could be a sequence of emails, you know, it could be, it could start a whole chain. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that, that stuff. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. So, so the user flow for that is after they purchase the product, Cartlum sends that to your sending installation and they're subscribed and that triggers the adds them to the list, and that triggers the autoresponder. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So you want to talk about how users could possibly get started with something like this? Yeah. So I think we're, we structure this here. You got the you wrote the structure down. Kind of what what are the the flows yeah. we're going to go through in this episode, Greg? Really quick. Sure. Sure. We're, we're going to start with collecting emails. Okay. So collecting email, how, and then we're going to talk about design, and then what design. was next? Design list segmentation, maybe drip drip email marketing a little bit, and talk about delivery. So basically, okay. how do you go from zero to hero, right? Sweet. Zero to sending an email, an email marketing campaign. Yeah. So collecting email, right? Um, you know, there there's many different ways to collect email. Um, you know, I guess right now, so I I use a, a software package called Sendy. I guess I should clarify that, right? Um, it's kind of a self installed. Um, you know, and I manage everything on my own. Um, as you know, Greg, um, I'll, I'm sure he'll talk about it, uh, has his own email service that's actually kind of based off Cindy a little bit. And then he's added a bunch of hotness on top of that stuff, uh, which is really sweet. Um, now, it, there are tons of email services. Like there's, it's just a growing market. There's tons of them out there, right? So um, I'm sure all of those services, including Cindy and um, Greg's service, all have kind of like an, a widget that you can embed in your Rapweaver page, right? Um, So, you know, it gives you either a JavaScript or some sort of HTML snippet. You can throw that on your page and then, you know, the subscribers from that form will then go into your subscription database. So that's one way. Um, I have a product called Post Office. Um, It is a stack that integrates with Sendy as well as uh, a bunch of it like MailChimp and... um, Mad Mimi and, and and a few others um, services out there. 
Um, it even has its own, like if you want to, you know, migrate to a, a manage your own in a MySQL database or something like that, um, you can, it'll handle all of that for you as well. Um, so yeah, post office is, is a great solution. And I know Greg has a couple things here, Greg, what, what sort of things do you have available on in your products? Well, I mean, you mentioned my email newsletter stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's built on top of Sendy actually. So you leverage all of the awesome features that Sendy offers, but I take care of a lot of the stuff that makes it really hard to manage, scale, deploy, backup. And I deal with all of the stuff that you don't want to deal with. Yes. I think that's a, that's a great point. Like, um, you know, I, I may, yes, I do manage my own Sendy instance, but, um, I, I know how to build a server and I know how to manage a server and I know how to do all that stuff. Right. And not everyone knows how to do that. Um, so, you know, what Greg's done here is, uh, is pretty awesome. So I hate to chime in yeah. and, and, but in Greg, but it, it oh, is a great opportunity. Thanks. Um, I think everyone should check it out. Um, so yeah, oh, go ahead. Thank Greg. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, it's like stuff like, um, getting your domain verified, you know, to, in order to send these kind of emails, you need to have your domain verified a certain way. Um, you also need need to adhere with certain requirements. You have to have, have to handle bounce notifications. You have to handle spam complaints. You have to, you know, you want to handle some of these new updates that come on. You have to manage that. I take care of all that. If, for instance, Amazon decides your bounce rate is too high, and they delist you, that's happening. That's on me. Yeah. See, that's on me to resolve. I will take care of that, you know, and that's part of part of my work. And I'm not really worried about it because that sucked. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take care of it. I'll fix it. I'll get it resolved. No big deal. Um, so that's what my newsletter. That's kind of like the big, the big draw of my newsletter. And you know, I've had I've had customers come to me say they you know, they botched their they botched their Sendy install is completely in, inoperable. What do I do? And I'm like, well, you know, we can work and getting this resolved together or I can just bring your data over here and you, you won't have to worry about it and I'll, I'll take care of it from here. And it seems like, you know, that's something that people are interested in. And one thing that I've just started offering and this, this goes, this is a good, this is a good, a good test case, Joe, because this is how bad I am. Nobody probably even knows I have this service and nobody even knows that um, I offered a plan where, you can collect emails for a dollar a month. <laughs> so you you could, in theory, start right now collecting the emails to build your email marketing list for a dollar a month. And then when you have emails to send, you can then upgrade to an actual plan where you can send emails. And for months where you don't have emails to send, you can downgrade back to the $1 a month plan. Wow. So you can go back. You could always be collecting emails, always be growing your email. But, you know, when months where you're actually going to send the newsletter out, say holidays or something like that, and you're going to start in, you know, October, November, December, and you're going to start sending emails out those, you know, one, two, three months there, you know, that's when you can upgrade and you can start sending emails out and do those things. And it's significantly more affordable than the, the MailChimp's out there, those bigger providers, um, they do a lot and, and not to knock their services. Um, but being an indie developer like I am, I, I, and I, and how 
bad I am at this. It's not, it's not for me. It's too expensive for me because I don't have a dedicated person. I don't have an email marketing team. I don't have a CMO. I just have me. And clearly my, my track record has not proven itself very, very good <laughs> with this stuff. So <laughs> well, your good looks yeah. get you by Greg. That's what it is. I go. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have they'll have to trust you on this one. We're on a yeah. podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, we're an audio podcast. Yeah, duh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are some What are some of the things you're looking forward to? Um. Uh, well, so next up is is kind of like after we collect all of our data, right? Yeah. Is, yeah, so, is kind of designing. So got, yeah. So we got so we got users. We got we got users either via single or double opt in, which is yep. double opt in oh, yeah, means they get an email. Yeah. Yeah. We get they get an email confirmation saying that. Yes, you submitted your email address to us. Please confirm that A, it exists, right? Mm-hmm. And B, you really want to subscribe to some to news or information from us. Um, everything's kind of falling that way with double opt-in um, yeah. based on privacy and, and all that stuff. So um, if yeah, you can, m- most highly- e- most major email services, you know, I think it's, they have double opt-in. I think you could turn it off in some, right? But, um, you know, a lot of it is do- all double opt-in. So, the, you know, you get yeah. the confirmation email, the user has to click it. And then, you know, um, it is kind of a, you know, an interesting conundrum because there are people that, you know, that double opt-in email, maybe it goes to junk and then you never see it. So you never click it. So that describes, you know, subscribers never on your list. So there is a drawback to them, but um, you know it does it does clarify your list. It, it does make people who are subscribed to your list, you know that they actually want to be there, right? So, um, you know that that is that is something to be said about the double opt in. Yeah, it's it's a more power more powerful users that you can reach, right? Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Because they the explicitly, yeah, they explicitly went out to look at that double opt-in email and click on the link, so they they went the extra step that you know some a lot of people wouldn't do. So yeah, yeah, higher chance of conversion there because mm-hmm. they're more targeted or targeted audience for you. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, let's talk about let's talk about design because I know you have email and I could you know certainly talk about how I use email. Yeah. But, you know, so tell us about email first. You know. Well, let me, let me step back and, you know, I've tried for years, you know, people have wanted, you know, me to build something that allowed you to, you know, design an email in Rapidweaver. And, you know, I just kept thinking like, oh, there, there's so many other tools out there that can do that, you know, and I've tried so many of them, including like, um, you know, one called Red and responsive email designer, I think it was. And that one, like, I was so hooked on that. Like, I thought that was going to be the thing when I saw it. I was like, yes, finally, I don't have to build anything. This is going to be it. And it it was just the biggest letdown ever. And, um, you know, I tried all the, all those ones on the app store. Um, and they just all fell short, you know, now I do have to say that, you know, there are, you know, designers inside, you know, Sendy or MailChimp, like they, they all have their, their own email designer thing, you know, built into the email provider into the service and they're, they're okay. You know, um, you know, some of them can do more than others. Um, some are just, you know, glorified, you know, um, you know, word processors where you can, you know, add an image and text and whatnot, but, um, some are more fancy, but, um, what Greg's getting to, I released last year, you know, I released um, my email stacks for RapidWeaver. So you can, you know, build out, you know, drag and drop email uh, directly inside RapidWeaver. So that's really cool. You know, um, you know, you can go to emailstacks.com and check that out. Um, 
you know, I don't want to dive into a, in a complete sales pitch on it, but it is nice. You know, basically you export, you know, to an HTML and you just copy it and paste it into your email service and you're good to go. You know, so um, I think I, I've been getting so much feedback from users that are just um, in love with the new, um, you know, stacks that I'm, I'm really happy that I did it. And for myself as well, because I, I really wanted a better way to design email as well. Like a lot of times I felt like I wasn't sending out email even for my launches sometimes purely because it was, wasn't any fun making an email, you know? So, um, I, ever since I released the email, I have sent out a couple more emails, uh, but I, I could do even better than that. Um, so, um, yeah, definitely, you know, designing, you know, emails with, with my, you know, stacks for app are awesome, but, um, you know, you don't need those. I should say, you know, you could just use the, the editors that come with your email service provider, but if you definitely want some uh, some extra power and some oomph, um, you know, check out my email stacks. Uh, they're pretty cool. Uh, what are your thoughts, Greg? No, yeah, because um, here's how here's actually how I how I build it is I take a new Rapid Weaver project, and the homepage of my Rapid Weaver project built with for, for emails, right, is the overall template that I use, mm-hmm. and I design. I designed, you know, the header, the footer, every, you know, basically the basic content of everything. And then when I actually go to send an email is I'll duplicate that homepage and then I'll name that page, the date and like the subject of the email. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. So, and then I'll, you know, change all the content to, to whatever that's about. And then, you know, basically use that, save that project. And then the next one I send out, I just go back into it, duplicate the homepage again. Mm-hmm. And now I have one project that has all the newsletters that I've ever sent out. Uh, and I had the one homepage there. That's my starting point. So I'm never starting from scratch again. I'm starting from a, you know, and if I have to fix anything, I make edits to it. I just go right into the homepage, change, you know, whatever I need to and I'll have that for all the future revisions that I do. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good yeah. workflow. I like that. Sweet. Yeah, it makes it makes it makes my life a little easier because you know, because you have to warehouse your images too for the newsletters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the header and the footer or my logo, right, is warehoused in one spot. Yeah. And I just duplicate that and I have it already. Don't need to change everything again. Sweet. Cool. So next up was, um, what was next up? Oh, we're going to talk about sending list segmentation. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all together, I guess. I mean, it's really about getting your email, getting your email off your computer, off of whatever and into the user's inbox. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we had under that category, it's kind of list segmentation drip, the actual delivery, and what happens after you know after it hits send, it potentially comes back to you, and you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you know after, so what what kind of things can you do with an email list? You can break that email list into, into sub lists, and this is called segmentation, right? So you know Joe collects emails based on the products that people sell. So you know you could break all all the sales that he has and break that list up into smaller lists based on people who purchased email, based on people who purchased foundations so that when he goes to 
target users, you can target a specific group of users or, um, you know, so his, his campaigns can be more effective or he can say, you know, target group, subgroup A and subgroup B and see which one performs better. Um, you can target those kind of things and send out different messages. Yeah. Any comments, Joe? I don't yeah, know if you do so any of that. I, I, think, I don't know if you like do any of that. Segmentation. I mean, if if people are in the marketing world and looking at all that, like the the new hipster term for that is funnels, right? So you know, all, all these yep. things called click funnels. All it is is it's just a fancy term, marketing term for a list. That's all it is, and it's a way of segment you know segmenting your list into different groups, right? And then basically you target that particular group with a, with an email, right? So let's say for instance, you know, like I said earlier, I, I was sending emails to all people that bought foundation, right? Well, that is a funnel, right? So um, that funnel, the definition of that funnel is people that have purchased foundation, right? So when they go in that funnel, okay, they get right now, they only get one email, but you could make it trigger an autoresponder sequence of 20 emails if you want or whatever, right? And then you can basically say the first email goes out in immediately. The second email goes out three days later or whatever. Right. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what, you know, what autoresponders are in terms of hipster terms, right? It's just a, it's a funnel, right? But all those funnels are, is just a list. That's all it is. And list segments, which is taking your bigger list and breaking it down, you know, by some sort of categorization, whether or not it's country or, um, gender or age or your products that's purchased or, um, you know, anything like that is, um, basically, you know, a funnel, right? Um, you know, one thing that, well, as you were talking, Greg, that jumped in my mind during design that we should have mentioned is, um, you know, you need to make sure you have an unsubscribe link at the bottom of your email. Yeah, um, you do. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's kind of laws globally. You have to have that. I remember I sent out an email to a small segment of users last year for the conference and um, I forgot to put an unsubscribe link at the bottom because I just typed this email out quickly by hand. It was just a text email. Like I didn't even, it was like a marketing email. And um, and it was only to like 40 people. But for some reason, like because I didn't have an unsubscribe link, I, a couple of people just went bananas. Like it was, they went bananas. They went off on me because I didn't have an unsubscribe link in the email. Um, wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, make sure you have those unsubscribe links, everyone. That's uh, important. Yeah, I think it's can spam is the... The regulation, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's yep. yeah, a lot of it's a lot of trouble. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of work. So yeah, um, I mean, segmenting your list is is simple, and we I think we've we've talked off about autoresponders long enough. I I don't think I yeah. think we've kind of covered that segment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I mean, uh, to me, autoresponders are are like very exciting, very yeah. exciting. Now you know one thing that I I that I struggle with is. Um, the frequency in which emails get sent, you know, like, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a part of a couple of like business groups and some of the people, you know, I've joined the email lists of people in that group so that I can, you know, get to know their business and I can give better feedback to them and whatnot and stuff, so on and so forth. But, you know, there are a few people in the group that send out like, you know, one to two emails every day to their list. And, you know, I mean... I don't know about that. Like, I, I I don't know. I as a user, like, I don't appreciate that. I don't. But it does it work? Like, I I can't imagine that working because at the, at that point, if you're sending out that much email, it just has to just go straight to spam. No. What do you think, Greg? That'd be my guess. I mean, 
if I was to design an email drip campaign right now, mm-hmm. I'd probably do one when you sign up the next day, three days, five days, you know, seven days, and then do like maybe 10 days mm-hmm. and kind of just like, it's kind of fast, fast, fast and slowly, slowly get slower and slower because yeah. You know, if, if they were if they were most likely going to convert, it's probably in that shorter range. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's diminishing returns, right? Yeah. Um, but you still want to keep in that in that mindset. But yep. twice a day, I, I yeah. And it's not I just. I mean, I, I'm a part of a ton of list that if you look in my junk mailbox, it's like I'll have 50 emails from this one guy or something like that. That you know, I was interested in at one point, but now it's just it's just overload. You know, so I'm happy just to trash it all. <laughs> It sounds desperate. It sounds, yeah, sounds exactly. Desperate. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't. You can't necessarily create good or compelling copy like at that kind of frequency. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I personally, I, you know, I'm, I'm more involved. You know, I want to develop a relationship with my customers rather than just, uh, you know, like, you know, being the the guys on the Vegas Strip with the cards. You know, which is kind of like you know that thing where it's just like just throwing stuff out there. You know, um, you know, and spamming people. I just. I, I see it's a, a negative effect, but on the flip side, what I'm doing now is also negative where I'm not sending out enough, right? Where I'm not keeping in contact with them and, and, and establishing and, and maintaining that relationship, um, I think is important. So, yeah, I hear you. I'm yeah. very bad with it too. So it's yeah. kind of just, we're, we're just two guys here. Just kind of could have, could have, should have, you know, we just, yep. We're, we're publicizing our deficiencies so oh, we can man. try we're, to we're, we're, di- we're airing out all the dirty laundry. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I hope users yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll finally get our, get our acts together and start doing better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, See everyone, we are humans too. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. okay. So I guess after, so you hit send, right? Your email goes out. Yep. It's the user's inbox. What happens? Right. We got unsubscribes, bounces, and tracking, right? Mm-hmm. The, the three things. So if the if it bounced back, you have to make sure you handle that. Make sure your mail software handles that. Most most all do. If they don't, um, I, I don't know. Don't use them because um, you it basically will take take that email out of your list, so you're not constantly trying to send to an email that bounced. What happens over time is if an email becomes inactive, it'll actually become what's called like a honeypot. So, you know, if, if, if an email was used to be valid and now stops becoming valid, it'll stay active just to catch spam and not- and find new spam. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the email bounces, you want to take it out of your list. And if people hit the unsubscribe, you definitely want to take them out of your list. They're not interested in your products anymore. So you have to make sure you handle that. Again, most almost all these software packages do, no matter what you use, no matter what company. Um, just again, as Joe mentioned, be sure to put that unsubscribe link in your email. Um, that's why that's what I do with mine on my on my homepage is I have it at the bottom there, and I have it in in the code required for Sendy, so Sendy automatically populates it for me, which is really great because um, I'm never I never have to worry about it. It's just a little bit of short code that you have to add. Um, and it just works. So that's great. And then the most, you know, the most interesting part after sending out the email is just the tracking and seeing 
who opens it, how often they open it, if they actually click a link, and seeing all the seeing the results of your work. Basically, it's like you know, I just sent my email out with you know, did it work? Um, <laughs> hopefully, for yeah. for all our sakes, it works. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the process. Any comments, Joe? No, I think I think I mean that's pretty straightforward stuff. I think I think uh, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to get to get better about this because it's just a it's part of a larger goal that I have for communication. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I think you share that too, kind of like what you've kind of said. Um, just making users aware that hey, I'm here. You know, I'm here to help you, and it's not just it's not and not just a pretty face i'm just kidding i'm not a pretty face but you get you get my yes, point he is. yes he is <laughs> so yeah just trying to get better about communicating wow. yeah you know i you know i've said as many times where it's like you know people do business with other people you know and the more that you can you know be visible to your to your customers uh and interact with them in a personal way, I think the better, right? For everybody, not just for us, but for them as well, right? Because um, they feel like they get more personal um, help by, you know, having a relationship other than just sending an email to support at some big company.com. Um, well, obviously that's important. You know, I have support email, you have support email, um, you know, but building that relationship is important. You know, whether it be on a community and email and social media, it's kind of the big picture thing, right? You can't just have, you can't do just email, right? You can't just do social media. You, you kind of got to be in all that stuff, I think. Um, you know, so yeah, oh, I, I think we're, we're, we're running about out of time here, Greg. So, um, wow, that went by fast. That went by really quick. Yeah. I think we're getting pretty good at this. I'm liking we're, it. We're pros. We're, we're pros. We're, we're getting pro, man. What can I say? Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode on email, right? Um, and I hope you check out uh, Greg's service, and uh, I hope you learn some new tips if you're using some other existing service on, uh, on you know, how to help out and improve your email. So yeah, if any, anybody needs help, any getting started with it, migrating over, you know, just reach out because you know, as Joe said, we're we're people here. We're here to help and. It's what we like to do. You know, one thing I never, we haven't done yet. This is episode three. Okay. We, we got to do like the whole Greg, how do people reach you? You know, that sort of thing, <laughs> you know, like, like we haven't done that. So Greg, no. how do people reach you? You can find me at chili dog software.com, chili dog hosting.com on the rapid weaver forums. You can find me on Twitter. Um, you can send me an email to, I don't know if I want to put that out there so I get spam now, <laughs> but <laughs> you, can, you can, you can reach me at support at chili dog software.com or support at chili dog hosting.com. Um, you know, if you want to just reach out, say hi, that's fine too. I'm more than happy. If you want me to review your stuff and give you, give you advice, no, no pressure, no nothing. Yeah, I'm more than happy to. Sweet. And you can find me, Joe Workman, basically everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. Uh, check me out on weavers.space. That is our online community. Go there, converse. I'm there. Greg's there. 
a bunch of thousands of other people are there and we're awesome. And check us out on weaverradio.com. Okay. Right now that just forwards over to Weaver Space Community page, but pretty soon we will have a amazing website built hopefully, with Rapid Weaver. And uh, without further ado, guys. What? Yeah. Hopefully by the time this is live, that'll oh, oh, hopefully, oh. hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. So anyway, guys, we will see you next week. I hope you've enjoyed the first three episodes so far. Leave us feedback over on the community on the Weaver Raver. Weaver Radio Community over on Weaver Space. Wow. I'm going to have to practice that one 10 times fast. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll uh, take care. Take care, Greg. You too. Cheers. Bye.